We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. The only unfiltered media podcast in America. This is Trash Talk on WEEI.com. Here he is, your boy, Blind Mike. Blind Mike. Final. We're back, baby. First week off ever last week. And it was not a pleasant one. I don't take many days off. But uh, I regret to inform you, you know, I don't want to get too graphic with anything. I don't I don't get sick too often. And I don't want to gross anyone out, but I was, uh, to put it mildly, shitting liquid for four days. Pussy. So, I was stricken ill and I couldn't make it in. And you know, I don't like to do that to you fans. But, you know, hey, it happens sometimes. And uh, this week's going to be a short one, too, because uh, basically I'm just coming in to tell you guys that I'm, I'm, I'm being abandoned by my, my cohort, my partner, my, what I thought was a friend, uh, Dan Watkins, leaving the program. Yep. True? Yes. True or false? Yes. Why? You, didn't, you didn't get my cocktail now, napkin? I Bill Belichicked it. <laughs> now, I resign as uh, EP of Trash Talk. Now, let me ask you this. Who do you think you are? I'm Dan. What, what, what gives you the right to walk out on me like this? Uh, opportunities elsewhere that are paid. Where are you going? Can't say yet. Can't say yet. Can't say. Is yet. it official? Just about. Nah, I'm hoping for failure. I'm hoping this. I'm hoping this backfires. But uh, no, of course. Uh, I think I do know what it is, and uh, I hope you, you know, I hope you fail miserably and come crawling back with your tail between your legs. But I'm sure you'll do fine. We'll see. Um. So you're leaving uh, Entercom entirely? You're leaving the Hillman show? No, no. 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 This is something that I'll have to leave right after Hillman. Now, this makes me feel like I'm being... Uh, bamboozled? I'm being bamboozled. Yes, exactly. Like, the, like there's a fast one being pulled on me. Slightly. I'm being... Ba- I, my, now, here's my theory. You just didn't want to do the show anymore. Part so, of the reason. Then why? Why? Yeah. I'm just, I, I mean, you've called me out on not paying attention multiple times, so I feel, <laughs> so I feel like, in, in oh, fairness, hear you say in fairness to you, also, that uh, gets you a producer that will pay attention fully and fully devote himself to this. So, here's, I heard some scuttlebutt around the, uh, you know, the watering hole. Was this from the source, I'm thinking? I, <laughs> no, 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 no. No? I, uh, you know, I hang out at the water coolers here. And I, I heard we just got a new water cooler, by the way. It's nice. I don't, I don't care for it. Why? The water's not as cold as it used to be. Ah, the well, cold it's, water. It's supposedly better for you. Supposedly, you say? Supposedly. That's what I've been told. Okay. By the by, the higher ups of the water cooler uh, installers. Well, the, the the scuttlebutt I've heard around the uh, the water cooler is that uh, you cited creative different creative differences with me as your reason for leaving. Creative differences. Is this true? That's not no. Okay. Because that hurt me. No. I was like, why wouldn't he just tell me if he didn't like something? I've never, I've never silenced you in any way. So that hurt. When I heard that, I was like, well, that's a little odd. So you're not leaving Entercom. No. You're just leaving me. Yes. You, <laughs> you, just, <laughs> you see how that could be hurtful. Well, I mean, I was going to talk to you about it last week, but you know, you didn't even let your producer know you were sick. No, I didn't. I found out via tweet. 
Yeah. Which I already left the building anyway. But <laughs> that's the, yeah, exactly. At about 1045 when you weren't, uh, you know, moseying your way down the hallway, I, I figured that it was a no-go. So you chose, very, very odd, now this is an odd thing for uh, someone to, to leave in the middle of the night without saying anything, and also pick their, their predecessor. Pick their replacement. Successor. Successor. Yeah, yes. predecessor would be before. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Pick their this successor. Is, this is why, your vocabulary. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a moron. You've irked me it's to part the- part of the charm, baby. Part of the charm that's going to get me on the air. I, I don't know words. Uh, but it's strange for someone to just uh, to leave and pick who's replacing them. But that's what you've done. Yeah. Because I hear in the hallway, this, this guy Jared, friend of mine. Yep. Actually, the reason- uh, if, you, if you remember the story as to, to uh, when I missed my chance for uh, Kirk and Callahan, uh, the perfectly able-bodied man that could have driven me back in that snowstorm uh, is your replacement. Yeah. So I've, I've I figured that'd be per- there's some animosity replaced, there already. <laughs> I've taken one disloyal fuck and replaced him with another. Yeah. Um, Jared, I won't say your last name because I don't know if you want that out there or not, but. Uh, you, 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 Jared is, is, is the uh, replacement. Swing the mic over to the boy. I want to see if he can speak on air. Hello, Jared. Hello, Mike. I think, uh, I think I can speak on air. I, I can't hear. It's okay. That's not is a good mic on. That's not <laughs> a good first sign. Hey, I'm still not producing it though. So. Okay, I can hear him a little bit. Um, so you've listened to the show, of course. You think you can, you can do what Dan does? I think so. Yeah. I think we can pay attention a little bit more. Right. I'll give you my. Now, what can, you, what can you provide uh, that would be an upgrade? Anything? Oh, is this an interview? Sort of. I didn't realize I was being interviewed. I thought I was just well, being Well, I don't really have any other options. To so doing even, it. Even if it fails miserably, you've got the job. <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I guess we'll, we'll that's just- That's the uh, spirit. We'll get on the horse and uh, see if we get bucked off or we can stay on. And That doesn't make any we'll sense. We'll just grab on it. Um, <laughs> it makes play- Maybe if you think about it a little bit. Yes. So, uh, yeah, Jared was the guy that- uh, uh, Abandoned me in uh, Foxwoods. Sorry about that, by the way. It's all right. Still feel bad. Water under the bridge. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't. I don't think it's water. That opportunity's under the never come back knocking. But well, sort of. Um, I was telling you boys before I got a, uh, I got a phone call. Uh, yesterday, from someone in management. Ooh. Mm, that's right. I don't know if I'm supposed to say. They can just remain unnamed. I think, I think it's okay. Uh, it's a source. Yeah, it was Chris Curtis. Uh, okay, all right. So <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if we should name the source, but uh, Chris Curtis. Well, go ahead this, and name this, the I'll say Chris Curtis gave me a call yesterday, and uh, it's weird because uh, you know I've been going on here and bashing the shit out of him, and I went on uh, Gilroy's show and bashed the shit out of him. I don't have any genuine uh, animosity towards the guy. I don't really expect the guy to uh, put me on air if he thinks I'm dry and boring. That's that. That was my beef with him is that he said I was dry and bo- dry and boring. Of all people, right. I don't know if he should be the one saying. <laughs> well, that someone that else was is my, dry and boring. <laughs> that was my point. That's what I said. Finally, you know, Jared, Jared already fitting in, agreeing with me. I like that. I've never had that in here before. I'm a genuine ass kisser, <laughs> and, and that's what I need. That's, that's really right. what I need. So. Uh, that was my only beef with Chris Curtis is that he called me dry and boring. I didn't agree with him. I fired back. But, you know, as a guy, I think he does a good job and everything. So I was always worried about that tactic of uh, completely trashing my 
not my boss because I don't deal with him at all. But if I want to be on air, he would be my boss, essentially. And uh, I was always very nervous about just completely trashing the guy who's going to put me on air. Uh, let's just say after yesterday's call, I was very happy to hear uh, his kind of attitude towards it. He was like, hey, look at the show I'm on. If I fucking stomped my feet and cried every time someone made fun of me, I'd be a, the biggest hypocrite on the planet. So he gets it, which is good for me. Uh, basically, this is the part I don't know where I'm allowed to say what. I think I'm going to start, I think I'm going to be on air more. Which <laughs> more than zero is, it's something. It's exciting. That's something to get get, something. get up about. Yeah. Uh, so I, I will start to be on air more. Um, I don't really know in what capacity yet, but people are trying. Wheels are turning, and, uh, you know, there's a, a a thing I go through where a lot of times it's like, I'm not fucking good enough. Maybe I am dry and boring, whatever. And then I look into the room next to us, and I see the likes of Mark James and Kyle Draper. <laughs> and I think, well, I'm good. Uh, I believe, I think it was Patrice O'Neill that once said, you know, Carlin and Pryor didn't inspire me to do comedy. Hacks and open micers inspired me to do comedy. And that's what I think. When I hear, you know, Kirk Minahan and Jerry Callahan, the greats, I think, well, maybe I can't do that. But then when I look in that room and I see Mark James, I think, I mean, well, I can do that. At the very least, I can do what Mark James is doing. Now, Dan, see if you can find uh, Jared already did some producing. He mentioned Mark James made some asinine comment that I haven't heard yet. Oh, you're going to love this. About podcasting? Oh, yeah. Well, he hates the podcast. Also LinkedIn. That's a very... I remember Stern doing this probably six or seven years ago. He went after uh, Ari Shafir and said that podcasting was for losers and you'll never get into uh, uh, radio or broadcasting by podcasting. It'll never be a, a money-making endeavor, which is a weird thing for Stern to be that closed-minded, a guy who's always that innovative and uh, cutting edge. It was weird for him to look at podcasting and not see the potential in it, uh, and he's already been proven wrong. But this was, you know, like I said, half a decade or more ago. Mark James still carries that opinion, I guess. Did you find that, Dan, by any chance? Is there anybody out there besides me, and I, and I don't think you do either, who doesn't have a podcast now? I Every, don't. I don't. I know. I, we neither. Oh, okay. we, we're, oh, I, I, we're okay. actually gainfully employed. We don't. Well, no, yeah. I'm not really gainfully employed. <laughs> okay, but I come here once a week, maybe twice. Okay, okay. So it's not really gainfully. Employed. Okay, there's but the one thing I will say is that barely employed, I think, is the better worse of uh, all right. Better right. use of terms. Let him get okay, to Paul. <laughs> everybody has a podcast. Everybody's and you know that less than. 10 to 15 podcasts are making money. Even False. these wrestling losers have podcasts. Yeah. Hey, 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 right. hey, hey. Exa- but you'll be on next week. Hey, hey. Well, if he wants me on. I enjoy, you know? I enjoy wrestling. I don't have a wrestling podcast, nor am right. I going on no, one, but I, I enjoy well, wrestling. I, I did when it was good. I, I wonder, I just wonder. No, no, but here's the thing. But, yeah, okay. Everybody has a podcast. The only people who make money on podcasts are Barstool, pardon my take, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Bill Simmons, like who? Nobody else does. Yeah, I, nobody, you've done the research. And it, nobody else but those three it, it, make no, money. No, no, no. Like, like they, they, they have. I like. I went to the seminar where they had like this. You went to a seminar, a podcast well, no, seminar. Right. No, no, that, 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 that's the gist of it, basically. Yeah, I don't want to listen to Greg Dickerson rant on and try and argue with him. But idiotic. I can name thirty right now that make money. 
Well, I mean, that Mark James has never heard of. <laughs> also, if he was going with 10 to 15 percent, you might be able to say that, like, argue yes, that, and that would make yeah. sense. I mean, there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts that don't make money or sure, just this exist. one. <laughs> <laughs> this is one of them. We're You're here. on one, baby. <laughs> there we go. But, but I mean, just in this building, Minahan's podcast would make money if he did it. Well, it does make money when he decides to do it. Um, and if he did it regularly, it would make money. Probably not enough for him to live. Because no. it's a local podcast. You know what I mean? It, it just doesn't have the audience that Joe Rogan does. Well, also he's but, dragging an audience from people who actually li- who like yes. him from the radio show. And if Minahan made that his sole endeavor and did a podcast five days a week that was similar to the radio show, th- that would make money. Right. I don't know how much, but it would make... it would If Kirk and Jerry did an online show, subscription-based, that would make money. Yeah. Um... <laughs> There's a po- there's podcast Mark James has never even heard. there's a podcast called Come Town that makes <laughs> that makes oh please tell me that what makes thirty five thousand dollars a month and it's just three guys setting up a mic making dick jokes for an hour once a week and they do one premium episode it's on Patreon they make thirty five grand a month so they each make over a hundred twenty thousand dollars a year. You hear that, advertisers? Off of podcast, a podcast named Come Town, where yeah. they meet once once a week and make dick jokes. Makes thirty five thousand. There's another podcast on Patreon. Just look at Patreon. Look at the Patreon numbers, and you'll see that podcasts make money. There's a podcast called Chapel Trap House that makes like ninety thousand dollars a month. Those numbers are ridiculous. Uh, Joe Rogan makes a hundred thousand dollars an episode from advertising. So, uh, I mean, it's an idiotic statement. To say ten to fifteen podcasts, like you said, maybe ten to fifteen percent. Right, exactly. Maybe that that's more fair because, like, look at this. Anyone could do what I'm doing right now. Um, I mean, I'm right here. You, you, <laughs> right. <laughs> what do you look no further? Right. Having it on EEI is something different because maybe it'll get a few more listeners that I wouldn't have otherwise had. But my other podcast, Impaired, is just I load it. <laughs> I get the listeners I get, and it's fucking whatever. You know, you kind of just do it to do it. So yeah, he's right. A lot of, anyone anyone can throw up a podcast, but the amount that make money and that is the future because we're going to get internet and cars soon. That's going to be that's going to replace radio. WEI in fifteen years will probably still exist. It'll just be a big podcast network instead of a radio station. Right. That's that's going, what I believe. Everything's going that way anyway. I mean, right. Everything's on demand. You can listen to it right there, but it'll probably be a live stream type thing. Would yeah. be my guess. Also, I didn't mean to. I feel like I, I, I made Dan feel like he's not allowed to talk anymore. You can still <laughs> take it back. <laughs> you can still. I, ch- I don't. I don't. Still, I don't blame you, you for that. I, I mean, I, I blame more of the uh, the equipment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. We're in a fucking you know multi million dollar radio studio. We've got three mics in here. Two of them work. We never have any headphones. So it's like, is radio that much better than podcasting? Come on. Um. But yeah, just a dumb statement by Mark James. It, Mark James would be lucky for a company to pay him to do a podcast. He's the creepo guy, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's what I thought. Creeps in. Uh, he's right in there. Yeah. Oh, I see him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 He's the he's the the odd looking one yeah. of the two. The, the the taller, much taller than Kyle Draper. Yeah. But um, so yeah, Mark James, weird guy. Speaking of weird guys, I don't think I ever uh brought this up to you guys. Did you see my my back and forth on Twitter with uh, Jimmy Stewart? Um, I saw maybe your initial tweet. A couple weeks ago. I think it was a week or two. It was probably two weeks ago at this point. Right. 
did I tell you I got a DM from him about it? No. <laughs> Let me see if I can go back and find it here. It was weird. So I like how you're acting like you get a lot of DMs. No, no, no. I'm just I'm I'm blind. Oh, that's right. The, that's the struggle is that I are you? <laughs> I physically can't see. <laughs> that's what I was going for. I feel like you're Ooh, yanking my chain. DM here, uh, Alex Reamer. Congrats on getting back on the air. Can you do the podcast now? No response. Hmm. <laughs> Seems like I would have gotten a response to that, but all right. Jimmy Stewart, here we go. <laughs> you know, most of, most of the DMs you do show me, there are very lack of response or very little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all, hey, hello, person I think I have somewhat of a relationship with. No response. <laughs> um, that could be ours or our relationship soon. With any luck. <laughs> <laughs> so I tweeted about uh i got drunk a couple weeks ago i was in a rough rough place as i as yeah. i often am off yeah. and on you know yep i do some drinking and um i i tweeted about how uh scott zolak and jimmy stewart unfollowed me which was weird these are guys that i, d- I don't know at all i met zolak once or twice um i never actually met jimmy stewart he messaged me. The only reason I have a, somewhat of a relationship with him is because he messaged me the first time I had Manhattan on my podcast. Uh, he messaged me and kind of gave me some advice. He goes, good job with this. This is what you could work on, blah, blah, blah. We went back on back and forth on Twitter a few times. That's all. There's we, there's no more. We were never friends, not even really acquaintances. Um, but there's a weird thing where it's like when you follow me because I work for Barstool and you feel like you can make fun of me. That's the thing with Zolak is like, Zolak felt like he could make fun of me, which is fine. Go, he went. I he went on the air and he would make blind jokes, bring my name up, and uh, when he had Portnoy on, he'd make jokes about me stumbling around the office. That's fine, but it's weird to then do to do that and then unfollow me when I don't work for Barstool anymore. That seems like it's like ah, well, this guy's of no use to me. I he, I shit on him when it was funny. And now, who gives a fuck about him? So that's how I, I, I took it. And I never really said anything about it, and I don't really care. It's fine. You know, maybe I'm not that interesting a follow, whatever. Uh, but, you know, with a little liquid courage in me, I said some things about it. And uh, I called. <laughs> I did feel a little bad, because I was less mad at Jimmy Stewart, but I, I, I took it out on him more. I called him a creep and said he was following Carabas around at his going-away party. Uh, I, said, I said that he couldn't book a guest to save his life, or something like that. I took a couple shots at him unnecessarily. And, you know, Jimmy Stewart is on the number one afternoon show in Boston. You know, the guy obviously does a good job. I would think, if I'm a guy you unfollow and don't give a shit about, that you would do just that and not not give a shit about it. Um, Jimmy Stewart didn't feel that way. Um, Dan. I'll let you read, start reading at, um, I, th- I think he asks, where did I wrong you? What's the issue here? What did I do wrong to you? Yeah. Okay, that's it. Uh, and then my read my response. I don't like the people who, uh, I don't like <laughs> I the people. I may have still been drunk. Yeah. I don't, uh, okay, let's see. I don't like the people follow me and are nice to me when I'm at Barstool and then when I'm not, have no use for me. Still, I, that's this is still being a little emotional and petty, but whatever. seems like it. Ten I was, but I was, but I was honest. I didn't go. Oh, I'm, I'm just kidding, sir. You know, I was, I was honest in some way, probably being a little bitch about it, but whatever. Jimmy Stewart's response: 
I couldn't tell you when or the reason why I unfollowed you. I tend to do a monthly spring cleaning to keep my follow number low, but my DMs are always open. I don't know a point when I've not been nice to you or gone out of my way to be mean to you. He's 100% right. Uh, as a point of reference, I'm friends with Gasper, like really good friends with him. He doesn't follow me on Twitter. I don't hold that against him. He's, he, he, he couldn't be more right about that. There's no, there was no reason for me to take shots at him or anything other than like me being a baby and seeing that he unfollowed me on Twitter. Um, and then I say, what do I, what do I say? Am I still being a bitch? I took it personally. Sorry if I went too far. Oh, okay. That, that, not, that one I'm proud of myself. That's fair. Literally, very. I took it personally. Sorry if I went too far. That's fair. Would you would you agree? That's a, that's a fair response. Yep. I thought it was done then. Then he responds. I th- is this the very long response? Yes. Okay. Yes. This is where I was like, "What the fuck is going on?" <laughs> I was. It was baffling to me that I was in this discussion at this point. He took it, as Robert De Niro would say, very personally. Let's hear what he had to say. It's interesting to me that you note that I followed Carabas around at his going-away party. I hit a uh, nerve, baby. <laughs> like, like a sad puppy. And a uh, wonder he can't book a guest. One, Carabas I consider one of my good friends. If you know otherwise that he doesn't consider me a friend, I'd love to hear your reasons why. Of course, I'd be sad at someone I consider a friend leaving town. I don't recall you being at Kowloon, uh, but if you were, my apologies wasn't, wasn't even invited. <laughs> for not remembering. Two, Friday I booked McPhee 30 minutes after she broke the Hanley news. For your purposes, seems like bad timing for that opinion. On the whole, and radio guests don't draw anymore. Our show doesn't do many phone guests by choice, not because I can't get them. You should check out my resume when I work with Ted, Dale, Numi, and Holly. I'm sure my desk calendar is still somewhere in the offices of WEEI. My guest booking was good during an era and time slot that it meant something. Doesn't that seem strange? Yeah, he's kind of validating himself to you. Oh, oh! did you see my response? Oh, do you want me to read that? Yeah, too? yeah, yeah. I guess read that. Because I thought my response was perfect. You're a lot more successful than me, man. You don't need to justify everything. I took a couple shots at you in anger in hopes to make people laugh. It was kind of like the, the backing out and closing the door, trying to yeah, like, walk away. Sorry, I guess. I don't, leave me alone. Um, isn't That's a little weird, right? Yeah. To, to respond in that depth? To, and obviously an idiot. Like, obviously, I'm a drunk moron that was going off about nothing. To respond to me in, in DM in that manner seemed very weird to me. Like, uh, like why is he validating himself to me? Like, I know, like, I, yeah, you're good at your job. Uh, hopefully you get paid accordingly. I, I, don't, I don't give a shit if you're friends with Carabas. <laughs> like, who cares, man? Carabas is a nice guy. Like I'm sure he's nice to you. Whatever. Like that's that's fine. I'm sure you can book guests. It was very weird. That I mean, he felt the need to do that. To I mean, me. this, is, this is a very sensitive and egotistical industry. So it's kind of you know like one of those. That's what I'm saying. I didn't realize it's that. one of those yeah. dick measuring contests kind of thing. That's why. That's why I kind of like. That's why I was worried when Chris Curtis called me. Like because shit like that happens, where it's like like I see I get I'm getting a call from Chris Curtis. I'm like. <sighs> Is this them saying like we heard the shit you were saying? We're not gonna we're gonna take your podcast away because it's not worth us dealing with that. Shit. That was my immediate thought. I always assume negative. So my first thought was like, oh, what what horrible thing did I say that he was bothered by? Um, and same with Gilroy. Like when Gilroy contacted me to come on his show, I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Was it, was he pissed off that I made a Candyman joke to minute like? Because that's what I'm used to dealing with is like Jimmy Stewart being like, uh, excuse me, sir. Just so you know, it's like, hey, 
your bosses are obviously fine with it. Why do you give a shit if I make a joke about it? That's very sensitive. Very sensitive. Like, my God. Listen to what I call Maz all the time. It's a bald, creepy midget. <laughs> I'm not gonna, I don't get calls from Tony Maz. Like, Jesus, Jimmy. Have some confidence, for Christ's sake. You're on the number one afternoon show in the city. Take solace in that. Have some goddamn respect for yourself. <laughs> Pull yourself up by your bootstraps, for Christ's sake. All right, what are we at for uh, time? We got we got some time here. Um, you want to play that Stephen A. thing that you were telling me about? Yeah, yeah. Um, d- so obviously, little background here: Demarcus Cousins going to the Warriors. Mike, are you a uh, the NBA is ruined guy? Um, no. Well, here's the thing about the uh, the LeBron thing. I, I kind of wanted to talk about this. I know it's not our usual topic, but the uh, LeBron going to L.A. is almost good for the NBA because now there's at least three teams in the West. But also, it's funny to me because LeBron is just going to waste his last couple years. Like, I'm sure they'll make some kind of a move. I mean, definitely this upcoming one. Yeah. I mean, that, that I don't like, get. Like, there's no way. They're not better than the uh, uh, the Warriors or Houston. I don't even know if they're better than San Antonio. Uh, Depending, well, well lose as, as currently constituted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you did you hear the latest Kawhi thing that it? when the Spurs like uh, officials went to check on him he hid <laughs> like that's the latest <laughs> report no, like no. he like like he like he hid in the closet <laughs> Jesus Christ. or something there's something wrong with that guy <laughs> uh, yeah I don't know I would take him here certainly unless you had to give up I wouldn't give up Jalen Brown no. or J- uh, Jason Tatum for him no especially if he's gonna leave for the Lakers. But it's funny to me that LeBron is now just kind of wasting <laughs> wasting his last couple great years. Like, you know, he's got years left. And he's going to go put up with the Ball family. But this is probably his last couple great years. Right. And, yeah, he's got to deal with LeVar Ball. Le- LeBron's not going to put up with that shit. No. I don't think you're going to hear a lot from LeVar Ball if Lonzo even stays there. They might just get rid of him. Yeah, they're leaking out his uh, meniscus injury now. So yeah. he says, I can't trade him. So, I don't know. They, he's, he, LeBron's not going to tolerate fucking that Shucking and jiving from LeVar Ball. Are you hurt by Rondo going to the Lakers? No, I don't give a shit. Neither do I. <laughs> I saw a lot of a lot of green teamers. Is that a thing? A lot of green. Te- yeah, a lot of green teamers. I mean, green he's teamers. Been are gone just... for you. He's played everywhere. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, that that doesn't bother me at all. I, I poor LeBron. I almost I feel bad for LeBron almost. Like the shit he's got to do. Now he's got to deal with Rondo. He's got to deal with LeVar Ball. He's got Lance Stevenson. And he's not going to. He's at best going to finish third. Right. So. It's kind of a kind of a sad outcome for the guy, really. He should have stayed in the East. Yeah. Should have gone probably should have gone to the Sixers. Yeah. Most he, I don't think Boston would have been a good fit as much as it would have been great for them. Like they would have been an improved team, but I don't think it would have been the right spot for him. But he should have stayed in the East. Uh but anyways, I digress to the uh the Stephen A thing we were talking about. So right. you asked me what? Right. How did, so, how did this start? Anyways, uh, so you know, a lot of people with Boogie going to oh, right, right, right. going to the Warriors. Is the now. NBA fair? Is yeah, the yeah, NBA yeah. ruined? And yeah. there's you know the pictures of, uh, you know, Silver wearing Golden State jerseys. Yeah, I mean, yes, these. it is. It's a it's a bore fest I mean, now. It's the Warriors are going to win every year. Yeah, but. the next couple of years. Anyways, so Stephen A. Uh, took a little. <laughs> he didn't like. He doesn't like some of the criticism of the NBA. Roger to New York City, all the way out here in L.A. Oh, where I'm at right now. 
Everybody's talking. Oh my God! Just just just, just do away with the NBA. You've got memes. Because I know where this is leading, and it will be funny. But you just you just talked over. Does he? Did I? Yeah. Fuck. We'll play it again. We'll, we'll start over. But it's like, does that is that real? Does that seem real to anyone? Like, does anyone think Stephen A. is that fired up about this topic? He seems like a very angry person in general. Yeah, but sometimes I like Stephen A. He's one of the personalities at ESPN I still like. But it's like, does anyone buy that that is genuine? Like, like if he were at home and someone brought up the topic of the NBA, it would it, oh my goodness! I, 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 I well, I, I think he's like that. I think he's just like that. Made. All right, let's hear. Let's hear him. Uh, he's excitable. I didn't mean to talk over the great Stephen A. I apologize. Georgia to New York City, all the way out here in L.A. where I'm at right now. Everybody's talking. Oh, my God. Just just, just, just do away with the NBA. You've got memes on Twitter with Adam Silver wearing a Golden State Warriors. <laughs> Why is he bothered by that? First of all, memes. Like, that's got to be an on purpose. Like, when Belichick says uh, snap face or whatever. Insta face. It's got to be like he's trying to. Dude, he's trying to seem like the old guy who's out of touch. Doesn't quite get it. But uh, why why is he that bothered by it? Doesn't like the How memes. How dare there be memes of Adam Silver wearing a Golden State jersey? That's the commissioner of basketball. It's like, come on, Stephen A. I mean, I guess it's his job, right? Yeah. Without him doing that, ESPN has nothing. I mean, I think I think that clip's from the 4th of July, so I think he had to work on the 4th. That poor bastard. And I'd be worked up, too. I, uh... I was clicking through. I don't know what YouTube is doing. It's essentially just like free. All the networks, they're kind of being thrown on YouTube now, like you, that YouTube Red or whatever. Because mm-hmm. I was scrolling through YouTube this morning because uh, Kirk and Callahan were out, and I tried. Mutt, and dr- Mutt my, my poor pal Mutt. Mutt was spinning plates and tap dancing, <laughs> trying to get something interesting out of Evan Drellick for the last five days. And gee, it, it was not working. That's why I thought Chris Curtis was calling me. I thought he, even Chris Curtis, could realize, Mike, we might need you tomorrow because <laughs> Evan Drellick is just not pulling his weight here. But alas, they went with it again today. So I could, I just couldn't handle it. Uh, so I was scrolling through YouTube this morning, and there was some like live feed of Get Up. Oh boy! And I said, I'll torture myself for five minutes. And it's like Jesus Christ, without Stephen A. Smith. That pro that that ESPN mornings, and I'll include the early afternoon with Bomani and Pablo. There's not an interesting personality to be found on that entire network. It's just sad. <laughs> like you got Corn Cornheiser and Wilbon in the afternoon. I think they're still fine. I don't you know you don't hear any buzz about that show really. But yeah. it's like they're there. You know when if it's on, I'll watch it. Uh, but in the morning, Jesus Christ, you got Stephen A. and nothing else. It's pretty rough. Mike Greenberg, $6 million a year. Imagine that. $6 million a year. Hey, dry and boring is not so bad. It's a, Here's the problem. I can't be Mike Greenberg either because I can't fucking read. I can't see. Oh, so yeah, Mike that, Greenberg's that skill, is an that is an Mike issue, Greenberg's skill is he can read a teleprompter. I can't do If I wanted to pivot, I couldn't do that. I could make some shit up. I, I, as far as just off the top of your head making stuff up, I could... Do that better than most, but it still wouldn't be good. So Mike Greenberg's got me beat there in the old peepers department. He's got me beat. So yeah, dry and boring's a way to go, but I'm I'm in a no man's land. Can't can't see, 
can't read. Got nothing. So, Jared, I'm going to need you to uh, take me into the, uh, uh, the the promised land here. I think I'll I'll do my best here. I you won't know, fail you. I don't know what Dan is thinking. I've always said that if there were any coattails to be ridden, a disabled man who makes $10,000 a year, that's... Those are the coattails you should be riding. Oh, I'm grabbing onto him. I'm never <laughs> letting go, baby. I'm holding on tight. <laughs> but, but he's missing out, and uh, Jared is hopping on this gravy train, and uh, we'll continue to make Trash Talk a better program week in and week out. You know, before I go, yes, maybe uh, maybe I'll just be your Tangway. Maybe I'll just appear out of, out of nowhere. Just Th- come, that'd be come, nice. come in, you know. You're always welcome, friend. Not pay attention. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, We could use some of that yeah. around here. Um, you're not. The, the problem is you're not as like dumb as Tangway. Like you can pretend you could. You were listening to what I was talking about. Tangway will just straight up say, "I, I didn't hear that." What if? Uh, <laughs> what if? What if I told you I was going to work on a Hulu series? Now, that'd be interesting. Is that what Tangway's doing? Yeah, yeah. He's got. A, he has a series on Hulu. No, he doesn't. Yes, he. Well, he's not. He's not like you know the lead. But he, he's <laughs> he, in it. He is in a series on Tangway on, How on Hulu. I haven't been listening to uh, K and C. That must be why he like stormed into Hillman and back in February and like told us all about it like on the air he just stormed in but it's on now it's on hulu yeah it's What's like it called i it's something on a hill <laughs> <laughs> i gotta check this out i'm just yeah. gonna google gary Tang or yeah. hulu search gary tangway when i get home yeah you know our, our our good friend lb said that uh you know tangway's biggest problem is that he thinks he's mel gibson yeah well <laughs> <laughs> although he's uh married to a jewish woman so he's got one up on oh. mel oh. not anti-semitic you can say you can say a lot of things about gary tangway but that's one one feather in his cap. Well, that's a good way to end. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm defending the guy. Um, all right, folks. Another disaster as always. And uh, Dan, any final goodbyes? Or is that it? Is that all you've got? I, th- I thought that was pretty good. Is that, is that all you've got? All right. For now. You know, I thought maybe a, uh, a heartfelt speech on how I've advanced your career and I've, 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 oh, ma- no. I've made you into something. And We're still here. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> you know, I'll never get that. I won't that get much vaunted <laughs> praise. I've I w- always needed. I will, uh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll wait for you to drunkenly bash me on Twitter, then I'll send you a, uh, mm. a validation DM. Maybe tonight, folks, is a Friday. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, so t- keep an eye out for that. Blind Mike you underscore know, on Twitter. You know, you, you, you got mad about me picking my successor. Yes. I, I could have picked it. There was another candidate who was begging for the opportunity. Don't even say. Don't <laughs> say his name. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. And uh, the answer was a firm no. <laughs> he asked me. Believe me. He'll book guests. Yeah, great. That's what I need. <laughs> that's, that's what I need. Uh, Phil Perry <laughs> in the middle of July. <laughs> um, all right, guys. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Give us a five-star rating, positive review, all that happy horseshit. The Radio.com app, I think you can find us. And uh, com, of course, is our home base. And uh, we will be back next week. You've been listening to Trash Talk with Blind Mike. Hear it again on WEEI.com, iTunes, and the Radio.com app. Tune in next week for another edition of Trash Talk, a presentation of WEEI.com. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for 25 bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.